Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jedi Eternal. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Bolin, alongside the war hero, Braxton Taylor. <laughs> Thank me for my service. <laughs> Um, That's something to joke about. I have I have traumatic <laughs> issues here. Yeah. So, Braxton was telling me earlier that he um, had a traumatic experience. He uh, lived a war in his dreams last night, and he uh, has left that dream a changed man. <laughs> he um, he feels like he really went through this war, and I did. Um, basically, we've come to the conclusion that he was in an alternate universe. Yes. And yes. lived uh, uh, another life and then came back. So he's yeah. a different man yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Well, just to give context on what on earth we're talking about, because you probably have no idea what we're talking about. I very rarely have dreams like that I remember. But when I do, I have the most vivid, realistic dreams on earth. Uh, and long story short, I had a dream where like we was being invaded by a foreign country and I had to had to fight and protect our family. Uh, and uh, it was just it was wild because I woke up and I'm like, I don't know what just happened. I don't know. Did I did I do that in real life? Rumor has it he failed. He died. So I, I don't um, know. <clears throat> I killed, so, a, I killed a lot of welcome, people on the way down there. So. <laughs> wow. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to Jedi Eternal. We know it's been a little bit, and uh, we, uh, we apologize for the uh, like month delay in our um, our main podcast. Yes, we as Jedi Eternal have done some other things in that month, but our official next episode has been almost a month, so <laughs> we are so sorry for that. But yeah. we are back. And uh, we have, of course, a lot to talk about here today. But first, before we do that, uh, we do have to um, uh, mention a couple of things. First, we want to mention that we do um, have a Patreon that you can join. And that Patreon uh, is $5 a month. And that gives you access to our exclusive series and that exclusive exclusive series is called and other stuff where we talk Creative. about everything that is not Star Wars. <laughs> yes. So um, we had a lot of fun there. We have uh, talked about quite a few things that um, that uh, you, you might find of interest. Our pre our last episode that we just uploaded in this previous week was all about. Uh, the Batman, um, or well, we talked about other things too, but the Batman mm -hmm. was our like we we just kind of reviewed it. And so, if you're interested in hearing that, you can go there to our Patreon and join that for five dollars a month. Yes. But also a part of that, we want to give a shout out to our Patreon producers. These are those that are paying those five dollars, which um, of course is a huge, tremendous help to us. I am trying to pull up my list and I cannot <laughs> find it for the life of me. Um, hold on one second. I will not let you all down. I promise. Um, <laughs> Get some white music going on. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know why this isn't working. It's not even letting me like log in. Um, Let's see if I can let's see if I can remember all of them by memory. Oh, you're gonna. Um, so we want to thank uh, Grace and David Gill, mm -hmm. um, uh, Jenna Evans, um, uh, Brittany Baker, mm -hmm. Jay Camdar, yeah, um, JB. JB, our man JB, Alex Mason, Alex Mason and. My wife, <laughs> my ah, wife, Tara Bolin. And really there hope there's go. not there anyone go, else that we, we didn't get. Go. 
No, I think that's it. I think the, so we want to thank our Patreon producers for this month. If you want to join that list, and I promise we will not uh, forget your name, um, you can go to our Patreon for those five dollars. It would be greatly appreciated, yes. and it goes to a wonderful cause. It so really does. Let's um let's move forward into our news for this week. Our first story for today here is that Lego Star Wars: A Skywalker Saga has sold three point two million copies Ooh. in two weeks lego literally so um this of course surpasses all previous lego console game launches and also sets a record across all regions platforms and editions so um and and to give you kind of uh some context here star wars squadrons sold 1.1 million copies in its first month. Star Wars Battlefront 2 sold 1 million and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order sold 2.9 million. So the Skywalker Saga sold more than all of those titles mm-hmm. in its first 2 weeks um at 3.2 million copies. Wow. And that also just to put it also into perspective here those digital and let's remember these are digital cells just <laughs> right. the digital yeah. cells um the digital cells almost match elden rings for that same really? period of time wow so um really swinging with the big dogs uh lego skywalker skywalker saga is elder so. scroll was for the boys <laughs> but lego skywalker lego star wars skywalker saga is for the men you, you mean elden what? ring you said Elder Scrolls. I don't know anymore. Uh, I can't think, guys. Um, so, but well, here's an interesting thing, and if I'm reading this correctly, um, Star Wars: uh, The Complete Saga, like Lego Star Wars Complete Saga, mm-hmm. sold a total. And if I'm hopefully I'm reading this correctly, but they told a total of all time 15.2 million copies. Well, Star Wars: Lego Skywalker Saga th- sold 3.2 million in the first two weeks that's literally 20 approximately 20 percent of that 15 million uh, 15 million total for complete saga was completed in two weeks so clearly it's uh it's doing pretty good so right right and overall i mean i think it's very and we're going to get into a little bit our thoughts as to uh the game and uh personally the 3.2 million uh you know copies sold i think that is completely um validated or i guess i don't know what to say but basically i think it's worth it is worth it it deserves it um it is a really really good game and i'm not even yes. just saying for a lego game it's a good game in general yes yes uh and, and so let's just kind of let's uh, go into our thoughts a little bit on this game we've had some time to play it uh go ahead braxton and tell us where are you at in lego um Star Wars the Skywalker Saga. So I am not super far into it for multiple reasons. Well, two, mainly because A, I'm really taking my time with it, and B, because I haven't played it for a little bit, um, just because I have so many things going on and uh, whatnot. But uh, I I completed um, Episode 4, New Hope, and I completed Episode 5, Empire Strikes Back, and I think I'm about halfway through Episode 6, Return of the Jedi, I believe. Um, and, uh, so I actually started with the original saga or excuse me, this original trilogy. Um, cause I, th- I thought you had to, otherwise I probably would have started with the, uh, with the prequels. But anyway, so I've only completed two chapters, I guess if that's what you call it or, or two movies. Yeah. And, and also if you count when we played over the live stream, True. you've done episode 
most of episode most one. Of episode There's one. just a little yeah. bit left. Yeah, but. true. Um, okay, so with me, um, I, of course, I started uh, playing with you, and we did most of episode one. And then from there, I've been playing it with my daughter. And so we finished episode one, and we've done all of episode two together. Nice. And we just, uh, like booted up episode three but then it was time for her to go to bed so we've not gotten any farther <laughs> but we did watch like the opening scene of episode three so nice yeah so it's been really fun uh playing it with her i will say that um it does make the levels take quite a bit longer especially <laughs> when it's dependent on her actually like having to do yeah. something that like her you know, like when a certain character has to do a certain uh, part, right? And like both of you have to pull a lever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so when it gets to things like that, it's a little challenging, but it's been fun, and she really yeah. enjoys it. So I think it's cool um, that that's that's kind of the magic of of Lego Star Wars. Oh, now, yeah. as an adult yeah. and as a father, is still getting to enjoy them and 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 kind of reminiscing um, of our past joys of playing oh, them yeah. as, as yeah. children ourselves. But now also being able to share that joy um, with a child and seeing them mm -hmm. experience it for the first time and and both of us getting enjoyment out of it. Oh, yeah. Is, is a really cool thing. And well, that's not, a testament to the game itself. Exactly. You yeah, know? yeah. And there's not a whole lot out there where you and a kid can be getting the same enjoyment <laughs> right? out of something. You know what I mean? Like oh, there's yeah. usually one or the other is getting more. But I really truly think this is one of those games, especially for a Star Wars fan, oh, where yeah. you can both really have just a really fun time with this. And yeah, and like so, I said, again, it's definitely a testament to the game itself because, again, it keeps its childlike, fun nature of the Lego games. But they yeah. have completely revamped. They have a whole new engine that they uh, have utilized for this game. Uh, they have revamped the combat system. Um, it's where the, the, the gunfighting and the saber fighting are both, like I said, completely retooled. And so the, the gameplay is smoother. It's more fun. It's more intuitive and it feels better, but at the same time, it's still just a fun Lego game. Yeah. Uh, so I'll say my my one concern I've had with the game, and and again, I'm not. I have a lot more to see, right? Mm -hmm. But what my my main concern I've had so far, and I expressed this a little bit in our live our live stream of episode one, is that I feel like a lot of the actual levels of the game are um, are like either boss fights or mm -hmm. like uh ship flying fights yeah so so like you have um which, which those are fine but i miss the more like where you have this more linear level Right. But, like, there's still a lot of the secrets and stuff that you're doing where I feel like a lot of the secrets and stuff in this game are in the free play. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, or in the open world or whatever you want to call it. And that's what I was going to say. I have two points to that. A, they do seem to lean towards, like, the whole linear secrets thing. That's more in the free play now. And that's what you kind of just said it. But it's like, that's what I've noticed is that the missions are more geared to the story and you don't. Yeah, you can find mini kits. That's where you find mini kits is in the levels and stuff, or the uh, missions and stuff. But, but a lot of there, like uh, most of the Kyber uh, bricks you're gonna find is not in the levels. Yeah, and it's just like I know you know when I when we used to play, you would go through and you go, oh look, oh, there's all this I can't do yet. Oh that I can't do yeah. yet. I'm gonna yeah. have to come back when I've un when I've beat this and when I've unlocked more characters, I'll come back and do all this secret stuff. Right. And one of the things I like to always bring 
bring to my memory is like in the original saga game uh when you go to dagobah it's one of the one of the moments that really stood out to me in that game is you go to dagobah and you get when you go back and you do the secrets and stuff you can uh, for some weird reason you can unlock a lawnmower and i just remember (laughs) having yoda riding this lawnmower through dagobah and stuff like that it's like it makes no sense but i just love it yeah which (laughs) so i will say i will say and i think i've told you this before but but i will say that the whole like it being a linear mission, it does seem to come back a little bit more in the original uh, trilogy ones. Like the missions I played, mm-hmm. there have been this fair share of of uh, of, of ship battles, but but it does yeah. seem to be more linear in so missions. I noticed in episode two there was a little bit more of that in comparison. Episode one, I felt like it was almost all every level <laughs> was either a you're fighting a boss or you're um, flying a ship. Which to be fair, episode one in the movie there was a lot of. Sh- like ship flying sure. though, you know what i'm saying sure um and then episode two i noticed it was a little i noticed it more so when i got a couple of those in episode two i was like okay well this is more acceptable i just i don't want i don't want the and i noticed this a lot in episode one is like they're like okay so we're gonna just have you follow this character in in the open world and they're gonna talk and you're just gonna slowly follow them until you reach the next point and then you're gonna hold down a and start the next little story (laughs) thing and and it was just like i didn't find that very exciting and if that's what the open world is going to consist of then i'm like i don't know if that's really something i need yeah um now like you're saying and that's not as as prominent in in uh the original saga and i found even in episode two it got better so i i still have high hopes for it but yeah we will come back with our like our official thoughts on the game when whenever we finally complete all of it, yeah, which may be a which, while. Yeah, but a while. also, I do want to say that uh, we heard you guys loud and clear. Um, <laughs> yeah. our, our Patreon, and we also made this uh, viewable to um, to our whole audience. Even if you weren't a Patreon member, yeah. you could vote on this, and uh, it was um, what you guys wanted to see us do with our with our our let's plays. Right yeah. now, we've been doing Kotor. And uh, so we put out a poll. One of the options was to stop Kotor and to do Lego Star Wars. And you guys, uh, you guys were very clear. You want us to do Lego Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. That's all the votes were on. We did not get yeah. a single vote on anything else. <laughs> so we've heard you. Starting uh, next week, we will uh, start our first official Let's Play episode of Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Probably, I assume, we'll start off where we left off last time together, most yeah. likely. Yeah. Or, I don't know. We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. It out yeah. Um, but, but yeah, we're going to – we'll join into that, and we'll do it for as long as you guys want us to do that. And yeah. we'll just con- – we'll, we'll start doing it, and we'll see how things go and if you guys yeah. are enjoying it <laughs> yeah. and, and go from there. But we'll, we'll start that, and it'll be fun. Yeah, so great game overall. Excited to see how it continues on. So uh, let's go ahead and do our second news piece for the week, and that is the book of Boba Fett. Disney Gallery uh, will release on May the 4th. Be with you. Um, So if any listeners remember, we had uh, Mandalorian Season 1 and Mandalorian Season 2 Disney Gallery. And essentially what that consisted of was basically just a behind-the-scenes look. They had interviews with the castmates. They had interviews with the directors and and the videographers and all those different people. Basically, they're just showing how did we make 
this series. So uh, the Book of Boba Fett's version of that is going to release on May the 4th. So it's going to be interesting to see that. There is some uh, uh, things that I would like to to see, you know, talked about here and there, like how they handled the Rancor stuff. I just, it'd be kind of cool to see that. Um, but overall, I mean, it's just always kind of fun to just to deep dive into the behind the scenes stuff. I mean, what are your thoughts, Andrew? Yeah, no, I, these are always fun to watch, you know, with the, I believe it was the first, first season of the Mandalorian. We got what, like a whole, like, um, like seven or so episodes of it or yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then season two, we just got one, right? Right. We just got like one episode. A lot of the and stuff then, that how they made it was kind of already talked about in that first one. Right, right. And I, I, I assume, they've not really said, but I assume the Book of Boba Fett will be a one-episode type deal, yeah, I yeah. would assume. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's not for sure. We'll see. But the, yeah, it's set to arrive on May 4th. And I will say, I, I, I do think these are these are fun. We get to learn little tidbits, little inter- like some interviews with the cast, things like that. So that's always cool. Um, but what I will say is this is not near as exciting as what our... Um, last couple of years of May the Fourth has has dropped, yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And, and and some people think maybe they're holding something out. They're gonna surprise release. <laughs> I I I would think if if there was gonna be something big, we would already know about it potentially. Um, yeah. but because uh, the fine the finale of the Clone Wars, I think dropped on May fourth um, in twenty twenty. And the Bad Batch, the pilot of the Bad Batch, premiered on May 4th of 2021. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I don't think there's really anything to that kind of big moment uh, right. that I'm aware of, unless they surprise uh, drop the next season of Bad Batch on there. But again, I think we would have heard at least some some rumors about that by now, if that were to be the case. Yeah, it's totally a possibility. But then again, it wouldn't be a great surprise if they did release too much, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, even with surprises, we, we typically are talking about it on this podcast in the rumor section, there's typically a whisper here and there, uh, of stuff. And, uh, anyway, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> dog walked and lost my train of thought anyway. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's not an impossibility, but yeah, I think, I think if there was something couldn't be dropped on it, um, it probably would have been rumored. And that's the thing. And like, you know, kind of like you alluded to, it's like, really, that's what we're getting on May the 4th. Like Star Wars day is, is, you know, a behind the scenes single episode sure, potentially yeah. of Boba Fett. Eh. Right. You think they would try to plan it to maybe be something a little bigger, but yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, so moving on, um, our next story here is Amy Hennig and Sky Dance New Media are creating a new Star Wars game. So I'll just go ahead and read this little blurb here. It says, Skydance New Media today announced a collaboration with Lucasfilm Games to develop and produce a narrative-driven action-adventure game featuring an original story in the Star Wars galaxy. Helming Skydance New Media is award-winning writer and director Amy Hennig, a game industry legend whose credits include the blockbuster series Legacy of Kane, Jack and Dexter, and Uncharted. So um, she said, I've often described how seeing Star Wars in 1977 essentially rewired my 12-year-old brain, shaping my creative life and future um, indelibly, said Hennig, president of Skydance News Media. I'm elated to be working with Lucasfilm's games again to tell interactive stories in this galaxy that I love. So, um, what um, the, the main takeaway I, I get from this is um, the, the first thing that I want to mention here is that 
Amy Hennig was already working <clears throat> on a Star Wars product um, or Star Wars game that never came to life. Really? Um, I didn't know yeah, that. she was the one that was uh, working on a game. This has been quite a while back, but they showed a couple of pictures of it. It was going to be um, kind of an Uncharted style game yeah. um, and set in the Star Wars universe. And it never happened. Yeah. And it was canceled eventually. So this is kind of a surprise to see her um, back, but a welcoming surprise because I think that to me, still, if you say, hey, an Uncharted Star Wars, that still sounds really <laughs> right. good. And I'm, I'm, I'm all in for that. Um, I think of the, I think of some of the cinematic experiences, blockbuster, big explosions and craziness that goes on in the uncharted games right that so far really only uncharted has been able to accomplish and i think if they can put that into star wars and have some of that cinematic experience that you're in control of i think it could be a huge win and this is this is just adding to the huge lineup of star wars video games that we are getting yeah. in the next five years right <laughs> like we're gonna see some really big big Star Wars games, something that we've not had a lot of for a long time. Right. We've just now started to get this stuff, right? We got Jedi Fallen Order. We got uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, which has been out for quite a while now. But right. That was kind of when it all started. We got that. We got um, Rogue Squadron, or not Rogue Squadron, uh, Squadrons. It's yeah, just Squadron. Squadron. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and now we are continuing to see all of this. And if you remember Braxton, we talked about this a while back, um, the rumor that they were um, planning to start having new Star Wars video games every six months. Yeah, I remember that. And, yeah. and the more we hear these announcements, the more that we're starting to sense. see that vision come true, <laughs> yeah. right? Eventually, they're going to get to this point where there's enough games in development that they can release them every six months. Right. And... It depends on how you look at that. It could either be really exciting or really daunting, right. or maybe you think that's just too much. Right. I don't know. I I I'm excited about it. Oh yeah, I'm very absolutely. excited. But I also could see where it'd be like, oh, if we start getting tons of them, like how are we gonna keep up? <laughs> how with are we all gonna of keep this? up with all this? Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. Um, I'm always uh, uh, up for more Star Wars in any connotation or manner that it comes. But yeah, it can be a little intimidating. But reeling back a little bit onto the specific topic. So let's talk about what we know about this game in particular. So uh, obviously, as Drew had already mentioned, that Amy Hennig has uh, has let me phrase that was rumored to have already made a game or worked on a game. Excuse me, um, that it was more Uncharted based. So what is that? That is more kind of uh, op not open world inherently, but more action adventure, more like role playing game, right? Uh, furthermore, as as we know from her credits, she has worked on like Ratchet and Clank and a few games like that. Which again, it's this more story driven and kind of sort of open world but to further nail that uh down uh star wars had released a kind of a little picture and summary it says we are so proud to announce that lucasfilm games is teaming up with skydance new media to create a richly cinematic action adventure with an original story set in a legendary star wars galaxy so right there, boom, that's exactly what this game is going to be. We don't know what it's going to be, but we know the style and things of that nature. It's going to be a richly cinematic action-adventure game. And right. also, it's going to be an original story, so it's something that's not been told as of yet. Right. So, and, and what kind of, you know, obviously, 
we have Amy Hennig on the gaming side of it, but what can we expect from, uh, you know, we talk about richly cinematic, what can we expect from, well, Skydance Media has been known for a lot of insane movies, such as uh, Jack Reacher, Terminator Dark Fate, Terminator Genesis, Adam Project, Mission Impossible, The Tomorrow War, uh, Top Gun Maverick, Mission Impossible, I mean, we can go on and on, like, basically, definitively action movies, right, I mean... You can keep going, right? Ghost Protocol, Gemini Man, Snake Eyes, World War Z, uh, Six Underground. I mean, again, just insane, insane movie lineup here. Um, and it, it, again, it just embodies this 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 action adventure feel. Lots of explosions, and so which is again kind of funny. Lots of explosions, lots of movement, and things of that nature. Great shots, which right. aligns with that kind of um, yeah, uh, whatever the game was under or uncharted, uncharted yeah. yeah, uncharted that we were just talking about. So yeah, and and we know that this this uh, game company has also um, they've also announced a partnership with Marvel to create a story within their universe as well. Mm. So now they're working on a Marvel game and a star Wars game. So I think they're uh, in, <laughs> they're in a pretty good place <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see what they do come up with. I will say, and this may not mean anything at all, but I do want to mention is that when this was, was announced, Amy Hennig uh, re retweeted um, star Wars tweet about it. And she said, uh, never tell me the odds. Yeah. <laughs> may not mean anything. She may just yeah. be quoting a Star Wars, but maybe that has a little more to maybe that's hinting at things to come. I don't know. Yeah. But just I thought that was worth mentioning. Yeah, so. absolutely. So wink wink, we'll never know. <laughs> we don't know, but we will know eventually. But we will know eventually. All right. So our last news piece for this week is that the Kenobi series, something long awaited for Andrew and I both, but I'm sure for many of you out there. The Kenobi series uh, was originally slated to debut on May 25th, which is a Wednesday. Um, <laughs> My dog's going crazy. Dog's man. going crazy over here, knocking stuff around. Anyway, um, anyway, sorry. So the Kenobi series was slated to uh, release on May 25th on a Wednesday, uh, but due to whatever reason, um, and, and you, Drew may have more on that, but for whatever reason, they did uh, push back the release date only a few days to Friday, May 27th. But I guess to make up for it or something, uh, they're now releasing not one, but two episodes on May 27th, that Friday. Um, so so the, the, the release date was pushed back a couple days, but they're releasing two episodes now. Yeah, so here's the deal. Um, as we have expressed before, we're fans of this stuff releasing on Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think that's cool that this is going to debut on a Friday. Uh, it's awesome. That's going to be two episodes instead of just one. I mean, I'm all for that. I think that's great. Um, they, they never truly said why they're doing it, but I do right. have my, my theories or opinions and, hmm, okay. I think that it's uh, completely because of celebration. I think it's 100% because of Star sure. Wars Celebration. Yeah. Um, so this was scheduled to release the day before Celebration started. Now it is happening during Celebration. Mm. And I think the yeah. reason for that is that one of two things. They're either wanting to <clears throat> give the people at Celebration a opportunity to see it early so they're going to premiere it on at Wednesday. Celebration on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, possibly, right? Yeah, I think who that, knows? Or, yeah. Sorry, not on Wednesday, on Thursday. It'd be oh, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. It's the first day. So 
Either Exclusive that, content. You got one day early. You get one day early, yeah. <laughs> or they're wanting to play it there at Celebration on... But, but here, this doesn't matter as much because people would could have... Or they could have done this anyway, but I think maybe they want a first-time view of it on Friday. You're in there with Ewan McGregor, and they like interview <laughs> him and stuff, whatever. But and the, and also watch the episodes. That together. would be so baller, dude. I think so it's baller. I think it has something to do with one of those two things. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think it definitely plays into the fact that celebration is during this time. I really do. Um, that's the only reason I can think of that they would do this, but I do want to say once those two episodes premiere on that Friday, it does go back to a Wednesday, mm-hmm. um, per, or Wednesday schedule. Right. So the rest of the episodes will release on Wednesdays. So I'm torn with this because, you know, uh, I, I, I do like, first of all, first of all, I'm sad that Drew and I can't watch it together. I'm very disappointed yeah, with that um, yeah. because I already told him I don't care what we have to do. We're watching together. Well, we still we still can. Well, I'm saying I made that statement, and then <laughs> the first two episodes can't even be viewed we together. St- well, but we can. Mm, okay, sort of. Um, anyway, we can FaceTime each other. Nah, it's not the same. Uh, <laughs> and we'll still when it gets to the real good stuff. Yeah, true. The first we'll be together. We have to watch. So, it. but that kind of that kind of reminisces or not reminisces, but leads to my second point. Is that like I just don't I wish they didn't release two episodes. I just I want this to be mm. we only get like what four or six episodes. Six. Okay. So that means you're only going you're you're getting two right off the bat, which means you only have four. That's my point. Is that I want this to be stretched out as that. much as it can. Like I want we've been waiting for this for years. We've been waiting for so long. Even before actually knowing about it, there was these the rumors that it could happen. There's a movie coming out or whatever. And, and and so we've been wanting this for so long. It's our favorite character. I just I want to relish this. I, know, I want to stretch I know. it out. I know. And they think they're doing something good for people to release two ep- in a row, episodes in a row. And to me, it's not a good thing. <laughs> it's not a good thing. Well, yeah, I know what you mean, and I'm I'm curious. I'm really curious to see where the first episode ends, to see what the original intent was of where they leave you off that make make you wait a week. Yeah, versus true. where it ends after the second episode. I'm really curious to see mm. how that plays into it. Now there was a rumor, and I and if you've noticed, I've not talked a whole lot about Kenobi rumors um, within. Yeah, within uh, our podcast, and the reason for that is there's actually quite a bit of substantial rumors out there that uh, are most likely true. Legit, and so yeah. I've just I've stayed away from it because I don't want to reveal too much about this for myself or for you guys. Sure. Um, yeah. But but one thing I have I have heard about, and and this isn't like too much because we we already know this is going to happen. But there, there is rumor that the reveal of of Hayden Christensen um, is at the end of the second episode. So mm, they that could make sense. Yeah, so that's kind of the the big moment of when you'll see him. I don't really know if that's true. That's just uh, that's just been a rumor. So yeah. Um, but but that would be quite the exciting place to leave off, right? Is when we oh, do yeah. see Hayden yeah. Christensen again. So if you were going to be and left to wait a week, it would be something big like that to like make you salivate and like, yeah, I can't yeah, wait yeah. to like wait. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. 
So um, let's go ahead and move on for now. But again, inter- exciting stuff there. We're only just over a little over a month away before the premiere of yeah. the movie. So it's really yeah. exciting. But let's jump into our rumors. We just have two rumors for you today, but both of them are are very interesting. And, and the first one here is that the Acolyte, which is uh, going to be a High Republic Disney Plus series, has delayed filming. And of course, again, this is just a rumor, but the de- but the rumor is that it has been delayed to October. Mm. Filming is, filming is expected to last eight months, as the anticipated wrap is now May twenty twenty three. Interesting. So I think we had heard before that this would premiere by the end of 2023 if so i think that's still reachable i think there's still a good a good chance that that could be done and ready by the end of 2023 yeah because that's to leave seven Um, months yeah and so i think that 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 makes makes sense but here's there's some other things here we can talk about um they're still looking for two key players um the first is a caucasian man in his 50s codenamed paul who will be a series regular, but only for the first season. Hmm. Also on the casting call is a role for a for a um, girl in the 8 to 10 age range, codenamed Miri. With a twist, Lucasfilm may be looking to fill the lead guest star's role with identical twins. I could be either one if they wanted me to be. So. <laughs> I'll be whatever you want. I'll be, I'll be whatever you want me to be, Lucasfilm. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we've not heard any reports of creative issues with the acolyte, but this does have to—you kind of have to wonder exactly what's going on here. This is now the third start date we have been given uh, yeah. to filming. So, for whatever reason, things have continued to be pushed back a little bit. Um, no, no, exactly. Um, no exact reasonings that we've heard just yet, but I do find that interesting. Um, we do know that uh, this this aura um, character, um, and you know we've talked about her for a while now. She was like the the very first person we learned about, right? Mm-hmm. This aura that is supposed to be a martial arts female. Um, that they were looking for. Yeah. She uh, is going to be doing the majority of the action and growth in the series as the lead. But this this Paul character is is supposedly going to be the mentor figure. That dies. As, <laughs> uh, well, and so I'm going to go ahead and, and put my own theories and spins into this. But as we know, we do believe this is going to um, be about the Sith. So I would go ahead and venture that this Paul character will be the Sith Lord of that yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so give your own, can come to your own conclusions there. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but it does make you wonder. And, and, and since it seems to only be around for season one, if the rumors are correct, if you know, this acolyte does end up being the the killer of this mentor, which mm-hmm. would follow in the normal steps of of Sith, and then maybe these this this young uh, the young twins here could very well be the student of the acolyte, mm-hmm. and so it'd be a twist because the act the supposed acolyte actually has. An acolyte, and you could argue acolyte who was the real who was the real <laughs> acolyte that the name that the yeah, name of the series. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going into a whole thing there. 
but something to consider. And and I do think about the time period here. We've been told this is at the end of the High Republic, right? Well, that's what we've been told yeah, in the past. Yeah. So my question to you would be, if it's towards the end of the High Republic, that would mean we're not too far before Episode 1 would begin. So... To me, if this is truly following the path of Sith Lord um, and the rule of two, hmm. then Darth Plagueis cannot be too too far from where we're, we're going here. And potentially Darth Plagueis is one of the twins uh, that that is underneath this female beast mode Sith Acolyte wannabe thing. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Well, they said it was going to be a female they're looking the casting for the twins was were for, yeah oh okay, instead of female okay. i mean i don't know but interesting but it does it does make you wonder exactly what they're what they're going for here right yeah um because again if it's following the true rule of two sith lineage then i don't see how this female plays into it because right. i don't see how this acolyte could I, because Palpatine's got to be in play somewhere, right? You, you know think what I mean. So, at least, yeah, and and, and Plagueis especially, because you assume Plagueis has been around for a while already. Um, even even fifty years before, yeah, even in the fifty years before a Phantom Menace, because I think it's around what it said, like fifty years. Yeah, for the, for the acolyte, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. When they first announced it, so you would think like Plagueis has to already be kind of in play at this point. So that's yeah, where things get so. a little confusing for me about yeah. what this story is truly telling. And is it telling, truly telling the story of Sith or is it going to just be more focused on dark side users that are not the actual Sith lineage? I yeah. guess that's my, my big question here. Yeah, that could be, I mean, cause you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, we already know that Plagueis to some degree is canon. It's not like, oh, come to find out actually the new canon is that uh, Palpatine had a female um, master. Well, we know that's not true because Plagueis <clears throat> was, well, because I guess in terms of canon, and correct me if I'm wrong because you probably, you might know about this more than I do, but obviously we have the legends that, uh, uh, you know, Plagueis book that shows the exact species, mm -hmm. exactly who um, Plagueis is but in episode 3 when he mentions Plagueis all he just says is Plagueis I don't know that it inferred that it you know that it was a him or her or anything like that I don't know that'd be weird if they they switched that around like that in my eyes but uh, that's not an impossibility I could be wrong on that but uh, it is, it's possible so I'm um, uh, he does he does refer to Darth Plagueis as a he Mm, okay. um that much i'm sure of um as far as his his um race goes i believe that it does mention him being um a moon or moon or whatever you want to call it oh really yeah not in the in the movies but um in canon stuff that we have received it has referred to to him as that now they could mm. always maybe throw that out the door if they felt like they needed to make him uh, a human character 
if they wanted, but I, I do think a lot of fans would throw a fit about that. And yeah. I don't know if they're willing to to do that. So, um, but let's go ahead and move on for now. There's a lot to think about there, and I, and of course we'll continue to talk about and discuss it as more information comes out. Um, but let's go ahead over to our next rumor. Yeah. So our final and last rumor for the week actually kind of dances back to our last news piece. And there's not really a lot to say here, but something we did want to mention is that it is a kind of a big possibility in rumor that a, that new Kenobi footage, uh, is possibly coming out within the next week or so. Um, obviously we, uh, got, you know, what, a couple weeks ago, about a month ago ish, maybe, uh, we got the big trailer for Kenobi series. Um, but it is reported that, that there's some rumors going around that Kenobi footage might be released next week. Yeah. So according to making star Wars.net, um, which is a very credible source says that there, that fans can expect new and exciting footage within a week. So that would be between April 21st and April 27th. So that's between Thursday to Wednesday and um, and the reason for that is marketing for the series is expected to ramp up ahead of the show's May 27 premiere. Now, I'll tell you today, actually, I sent you earlier today a picture of what appeared to be um, new marketing for the Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah. um, show. And actually, someone has already taken a picture of that up in a store somewhere mm. that someone has already placed it apparently early because it doesn't appear to be something that's supposed to be up yet up yeah. just yet yeah. but somebody has broken the rules and installed mm -hmm. that early and what you'll see is not not necessarily giving much away that we don't already know right. but you have Obi-Wan Kenobi on one side you have it just like a you know like a face profile mm -hmm. and then you have uh Darth Vader on the other side and in the middle the most exciting neat part of this is you have obi-wan and darth vader about to clash lightsabers now what's yeah. <laughs> really cool is it's 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 made to look very reminiscent of their fight in revenge of the sith mm, it's the yeah. then the positioning of it it looks a lot like that except instead of red lava it's like a blue light fire like blue um shooting up instead of yeah. the, the the red so very cool to start seeing that um, very exciting things. I'm excited to see where that goes, but on a side note, I'm so excited for all the Kenobi merch that's going to be coming. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. My wallet is so <laughs> scared, crying. but, um, yeah. no, like <laughs> that's the thing I, I'm, you know, I like to get star Wars stuff, but like I can usually, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I can hold off I, when, when new things <laughs> come out. I may buy like one thing when it, when a new movie or something comes out, I get something that like, right to to um kind of remember that moment but right. with kenobi like anything that has obi-wan kenobi on it i'm gonna want to buy <laughs> and this this series <laughs> yeah. anything that comes out for the series I mean, is like gonna have like kenobi on it so Shirts, i'm gonna want figures. i'm gonna want to buy it all it's gonna yeah. be bad it's posters be really bad. everything yeah yeah so it's gonna be scary but i'm excited so. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's the end of our rumors we're gonna uh, go into our releases and braxton do we have a did you did you put a, a like a Q&A thing for this week? Or? I did. 
You did? So I did last week when we expected to oh, have yeah, a Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I think um, we're kind of running short on, on time. Yeah. Uh, me and Brexton have some uh, obligations. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so as usual, I mean, what would it, what would a Jedi Eternal episode be if we weren't, <laughs> weren't. <laughs> mad rushing to hurry and finish? <laughs> yes, uh, we always do this to ourselves. But Every anyways, time. so I think we're going to hold off on a main topic um, for okay. this week. Okay. I think it's just going to be our, our best bet at this point. But what I will say is um, two weeks from now when we do our next Jedi Eternal episode, uh, our hope and plan is to finally fully discuss the first phase of the High Republic. So you'll definitely want to come back in two weeks and come listen to us talk fully about the High Republic phase one. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. uh, But for now, Star Wars uh, releases that are coming up in the next two weeks, we have Crimson Reign number four. That's coming out April 27th. Uh, we have the, uh, let's see, we have Star Wars <laughs> issue number that? 23 on May the 4th. You with you? One that I'm very excited about is also um, uh, Obi-Wan um, issue number one, which is going to be the comic series about Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ooh. if you couldn't guess what Kenobi. that is. On May 4th as well. So that'll be exciting, exciting to uh, jump into that series. So that's all we got in releases, though. Um, wow. Well, of course, and uh, I guess the the Star Wars, um, what's that thing called? <laughs> I don't know what you're you talking, what talking about. about? <laughs> uh, Disney Gallery, the Book of oh. Boba Fett. If that really does come out on May 4th, which is supposed yeah, to. Yeah, so. we'll see. Bait and switch, we'll maybe. Who knows? Yeah, they're going to trick us. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, so well, let's go ahead and get into our community discussion then. Um, so like I said, as you may uh, be aware already, our, we like to have a community discussion, uh, kind of a replacement of our Q&A section, uh, where in the the d- discussion we have this time where we actually ask you guys a question, and uh, you know we like to kind of compile all the answers and then discuss your answers live on air. So this week's question was, and it's kind of like a debate question, right? It's something that is common within the Star Wars fandom, but... If a friend or family member came to you saying that they would like to watch Star Wars for the first time themselves, in what order would you tell them to watch the movies? So, kind of a uh, hotly contested thing, uh, I think, and it would be kind of fun to go through all of these Star Wars uh, uh, debates, you know, who shot first and, and what order should be. It'd be kind of fun to like see everybody's opinion on that. So we might do yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. But uh, but uh, I, I I just thought it would be fun to do it this time for this question. So, starting off number one, Kristen Perry says episode four. So, I'm assuming what you mean by that is start episode four, five, six, one, two, three, and then uh, seven, eight, nine. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of like the common accepted answer, right? That's what a lot of people would say, which... We'll we'll see how that kind of differs in our in our comments here, but so let's go ahead and move on. So Brandon Duke says the correct order only. <laughs> so Brandon, I, well he, he goes on to say would uh, probably throw a warm up with a few episodes of Mando. So I you know to, just to be unbiased, I don't know what you mean, Brandon. What is the right order? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm assuming he's referring to four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Um, so then Corey Allen Wise goes on to say I would start with episode one and then go in order so that's interesting so he kind of breaks off from the bunch a little bit here then kind of to to continue on with that thought ethan stewart comes in and says start chronologically with the phantom menace which is again kind of interesting uh because it kind of breaks away from the common except thing and then to finish it all off 
to stay with this trend, Alex Mason comes in and says, chronologically is the way only way for me. It feels wrong to watch it out of order. So we have two different interpretations of chronologically here between Ethan and Alex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm assuming when Alex says that, I'm assuming he means four, five, six, one, two, three, so on. So this, we have even within our own comics uh, comment section, we do have some people who are going back and forth on what is best. So I'm just going to give you my interpretation now. And I don't know that I have the right answer. I do have something that I lean towards. But my point is I, I, I get both sides. As a very, now that everything is out, right, the entire saga is completed, it does kind of make sense that you would start with episode one and work all the way to nine because it is one cohesive story now, right? We start with baby Anakin all the way till... Uh, Kylo, his last heir, dies, and then Rey is installed as, as some pseudo Skywalker. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, not to rub feathers there, but um, so it makes sense. So I I can see that, and it wouldn't be a bad idea. But for me personally, I still almost feel like I have to go in chronological release order, which is four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, right? Um, there, and this is, and this is my reasoning for that. Not because I'm some snob about it has to be this way or that way, but because some people again will come back and say, well, it's, it's one cohesive story. Now it makes sense if they're not all released yet, but the way I look at it is this is that every time something comes out, right? It is bridging the gap between something that we already know. So, uh, it's, you know, obviously it's not starting a whole new saga. It's start, it's basing itself off of what has already been released. So what do I mean by that? Um, whenever we got the prequels, right? One, two, and three, it was based off of what we already understood in four, five, and six. All right. So my point is, is this, and, and this comes into play more in the, in the shows rather than the movies, but even some, some degree in the movies is that whenever we start to watch something, uh, like say in the prequels, there's times that there's little references that come into play. There's times that things that that was mentioned and already established into the lore in four, five, and six is stated or insinuated um, that if you didn't watch those, you might be like, "Hmm, what what does that mean?" You know, uh, or or who is that, or or what is this system, or what is that? You know, and something that was already mentioned in four, five, and six, and they're just basing that off of what was already established in the original trilogy now in the prequel trilogy. So it plays more, like I said, into the shows, but like as more and more things come out, there's more references. There's more things that you would appreciate. Like I said, for instance, it's not the movies, but like Clone Wars. Clone Wars is a great show, but in the latter seasons of Clone Wars, you there's so many things that you would miss out on. Uh, or, or Mandalorian is actually a great one. Mandalorian has so many references to the original trilogy and so many references even to the prequel trilogy that when me and you, Drew, were watching it, we're like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. Oh. And then my dad, yeah. which, I mean, he's or he has seen all the movies, but but he's not as avid, right? And right. my dad was like, you know, he just watched it when, when I watched it a second time or third time with him. And he was just kind of like, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So... Watching it in chronological release order for me helps to build those foundations of of the story 
and of the lore and that as more things came out you can start to appreciate the references you can start to appreciate the things that were already established so that's a long-winded answer but that's what i no and 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 that makes total sense um my answer is kind of it's kind of hard for me um and and really i think for me um it comes down to the person Mm -hmm. and 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 so let me when I go to watch Star Wars, if I go, if I'm going to restart, watch all of Star Wars, what I, I do go back um, and do the canon chronological timeline. Mm-hmm. So that would mean starting with episode one. Right. Um, that is what I do if I'm going to go back and watch all of them. Right. Yeah. Um, that being said, I do agree with you that um, there's a lot of benefit to watching them in the order of release. Um, because it does, it continues to grow on what you already know. And, and so that there's kind of a, there's a, a certain kind of reward to that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I do, I, I could also argue there's maybe a whole new spin on that though. If you go in and watch from episode one, not knowing true because yeah. the technically the, uh, the chancellor being, Palpatine and stuff could be a whole new surprise in a like sense. Like just how right? we but, get like well, but so it's like we would be trading, right? Because we we get that cool thing of like Palpatine but being Darth Emperor, Vader, but we don't get the yeah, Darth yeah, Vader yeah, yeah. thing now. So yeah, so there it's it's kind of trading off different surprises and stuff, but it, it would be a unique way. Um, yeah. But what I have to to think is who am I showing this to for the first time? Right. Yeah. And and so. I have found, and, and I think my wife is actually a perfect example of this. When when me and my wife were dating, she had never seen Star Wars, none of them. And so I, it, so it was right around the time that The Force Awakens actually released. And what I did, instead of showing her any of the Star Wars movies that were already out, I actually brought her to watch The Force Awakens mm-hmm. um, before anything else. And the reason I did that and now, some of you may be thinking, what in the world? That's crazy. But, but <laughs> the reason I did that is because these movies are a time, sort of sort of like a time capsule of their their period, right? Sure, so, yeah. So you have the original, this original trilogy. You watch it. You enjoy it. But it's still old, right? And it doesn't really fit the format of what a lot of movies are today. Right. Um, the 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 prequels are absolutely the two thousands. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. if, yeah. The early two thousands, like it's, they're the epitome yeah, of two thousands. Yeah, movies. exactly. Yeah. And and so say what you want about the sequel trilogy, but it absolutely fits within modern movies. Yeah. Right. Totally. Totally. It, the yeah. feel, the all of the action, everything. It just feels like a modern movie. And so showing her The Force Awakens captured her attention in a way that I don't know if episode four or episode one would have had I shown one of those to her at first because they feel dated. Even though, yes, I love it. And I think episode four is a absolute classic to this day. You still have to recognize there is some dated things to those movies. Yeah. And so I showed her episode seven. She enjoyed it and and caught her interest in the universe. And then we went back and watched all of the others. And and I will say now her favorite is episode four. A New yeah. Hope is actually her That's favorite actually cool. of all the Star Wars movies. Yeah. But I don't know if it would have captured her interest the way it did had she started actually with episode four. 
and and that's someone that's younger. If it was someone older, I would maybe say maybe you should start with episode four because right. they're going to appreciate the classics. Right. And, th- and you make a great point. And I think that's true because I'm sitting here talking about like the intricacies, intricacies of lore, the foundations that are be- being built every time a new movie comes out. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if they watch episode four and they're like, man, this is, this is well, this is too old. They watch episode one and like, wow, this is hokey. This is stupid. And like, who cares about all the intricacies because they're never going to watch it anyway. So you're absolutely right. And if it takes somebody to watch something yeah. that 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 breaks my my continuity in my mind but gets them into star wars then that yeah. might be what they and, have to do and here's and here's a, a, another crazy thing that and this is this is something new i've considered um now is that now we have the mandalorian right oh and yeah yeah i would argue and i actually have to some who've never seen any star wars i said just turn on Disney Plus. You already have Disney Plus and watch right. an episode of The Mandalorian. Just see what you think. And I'll tell you, with multiple people, that has worked. They watched The Mandalorian before they've ever seen anything else Star Wars. Right. They enjoyed it. Again, it's modern television. They right. which it, it, so it's it's easier to uh, to digest and watch mm-hmm. than maybe something older. They watched it. It got caught their interest. They went back and watched all the rest of the Star Wars movies. Right. And enjoyed all of them at that right. point. But it's all about what will catch their attention. And sometimes whatever is new and fresh and modern mm-hmm. can catch their attention more. And then you show them the classics. So that's kind of my my thoughts. So but. basically, at the end of the day, there really isn't an exact is, exactly, right answer. Exactly. I think There's it's not. completely dependent upon the person that you're getting into. Now, if people are like, yes, I will commit now, to watching I will say all our, of them. Our listeners were saying there's only there's they only were all one very way. adamant that there yeah, was yeah, the, yeah. it was their way or the highway, but I would argue that it does. It depends on the person. It depends yeah, yeah. on on honestly the, the the age of the person, right. what they're interested in. All of these things play into it. Right. Um, but I do think I do think eventually though everyone should watch it in canon chronological order. Eventually though, that is my yeah. I am gonna put that so, out there. So I would elaborate further, but we are really, really, <laughs> really go. out of time. <laughs> so we thank everybody so 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 much for so listening much. and participating in and being a part of our podcast, our last plays, our live streams. In those especially who are a part of our Patreon, we love you so much. Honestly, you so much. whether you're a part of it in every single aspect or you just listen every once in a while, we still love each and every one of you so much and we appreciate you making this a community and we look forward to yes. hearing from you hopefully you guys reach out to us yeah um but we would be very appreciative if you would like and follow us on facebook uh twitter instagram youtube uh and all those different places we try our best to have weekly news and polls and discussions and memes and all that kind of stuff on there uh so it's always fun and plus like anytime there's an update for the channel or the excuse me the the the, the I don't know what you can call us anymore, right? The brand. I'm not going to say podcasts are more than that. But uh, any update for Jedi Turner will be on like Facebook or Instagram. Uh, so follow us on there for those uh, updates. Also, if you could, please follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you would, be so kind to leave us a review. We would appreciate it, even if it's not a five-star. Even if it's a one-star, we want to hear your feedback. But thank you guys so much for listening to us. Join us next week for the very first official episode of Let's Play for LEGO Star Wars Skywalker Saga. And then join us the week after that for episode 78 of this wonderful, wonderful podcast. But last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Turtle. We would be honored.